Hey guys, before we get into this week's podcast, I want to talk about my brand new online course. I am super excited about this, and this was highly requested by you guys, actually. If you have been following me for a while, you know that majority of what I talk about on my podcast or on my YouTube channel is something called self-parenting. This is essentially mental health. This is the day-to-day process of really learning how to love yourself, be mentally healthy, be emotionally healthy, heal from your past and rebuild, motivate yourself, deal with anxiety, etc. This is the bulk of what mental health is. And this is quite frankly what we were supposed to learn growing up. So in this course, I will give you the step-by-step guide of how you can begin being both mentally and emotionally healthy. I'm super excited about this course and I know you guys will absolutely love it. So click the link down below and check it out today. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's talk about loneliness after a divorce. It is so normal and common and it is even if you haven't gone through a divorce or a breakup and you've just been single for a long time like loneliness is something that we can struggle with for sure but when we have just gotten out of a relationship just went through a divorce or a breakup it can be really at the forefront because your your life is changing and you're starting to like detach from that relationship and learning how to cope with this loneliness and really transform this to actually be something that could really help you to rebuild and rebuild in a healthy way is absolutely essential. Now, grief, sadness, anger, the separation of a family, having to co-parent, there's so many different, there's so much change that's going on. There's so many different transitions that you're probably going through, breaking up, getting a new apartment, selling a house, moving, losing friends, losing family. There's so, so much. So if I can offer you anything, I would say, learn how to be good to yourself in this time. There's so many times that we have to go through things in life that we don't want to go through and we don't want to be at the places that we are, but we're here. And so if we have to be here, then what do we need to learn in order to kind of cope with where we are right now in our life, even though we didn't choose it for ourselves. And that's sometimes where the resistance is, where we haven't fully accepted where we are in life because we're still resisting it. The emotional pain that you feel where you just feel like this is never going to end and you're going to feel like this forever and that the pain's almost so unbearable that you feel like in a sense, oh my God, I feel like I'm just gonna die. I can't take this anymore. That is the worst pain. And that is really you detaching from that life, from that, from who you were in that relationship and becoming something new. And it's not pretty, it's not. Here's the thing though getting through that pain, getting through that loneliness and getting on the other side is literally, it's a completely different world. And I don't want anyone watching this for a second to even doubt whether or not they're going to get there. Because I remember watching videos, being in in knee deep in my stuff and watching videos and being like, this woman's on the other side. Like, and it seemed so far away. And all of a sudden you just keep doing work and you just keep doing little things every single day to take care of yourself, to learn how to parent yourself, to get better, to push yourself out of your comfort zone. And you know me, I always say, that doesn't mean go jump out of a plane, but it means let's go to the mall by myself. Let's go grab something to eat in a restaurant by myself. Let's go to Target by myself. Let's, you know, start going to the gym by myself. Like there were so many by myself that I did that were first time things that weren't catastrophic, crazy things that I did. They were just little things and giving yourself praise and and a win 
for those little things and the fact that you were scared to do that, but you did it and I'm so proud of you and learning how to be that parent to yourself, learning how to be that cheerleader, that's what you are That's what you need right now. That will make you feel unstoppable. That will help you with the loneliness because you are building that relationship with yourself where you are really becoming your own best friend. And you have to learn how to do that because it's not anyone else's responsibility to do that for you. And once you learn how to do it, life changes in a way that you could have never imagined and the reason why you could never have imagined it is because you weren't that person then and now you see such a benefit from really being that person for yourself that doesn't mean that we don't need friends and family it doesn't mean that we don't want to be in another relationship it doesn't mean that we don't want someone laying in our bed and waking up to someone or having that family unit or whatever that looks like for you but it does mean that regardless of all those things how can i walk through this experience called my life and feel not alone, right? And learning how to be your best friend. Now, what is a best friend? Someone that gives you the validation, the love, the affirmation, they listen to you, they come to the table with compassion and understanding. There's no judgment there. Those are key aspects of a foundation between you and another person. Respect and understanding what respect looks like being able to celebrate those little wins. Like, girl, you went to the store by yourself. I'm proud of you. Like, I know you don't like to do that. You went out of your comfort zone. Like, I'm good job. Like, I can't believe, you know, that's the stuff that we need to learn how to do every single day. And here's the kicker. You already do it. You do it to your friends. You do it to your family. You did it to your ex, probably. You do it to everyone else. You just got to learn how to stop and do that to yourself. And the reason why it's so much harder to do it for ourselves than it is to everyone else around us is because we are in this emotional relationship and this emotional experience in this body, having it and experiencing it. So you're experiencing these emotions, anger, fear, sadness, worry, stress, etc. And you have to also learn how to be that best friend. So the reason why it's so easy for someone else to give you the best advice is because they're not emotionally in it with you. They are outside of you. They didn't, they didn't have the same emotional experiences that you've had growing up. They don't carry the same wounds in the way that you carry them. They don't have the same triggers. They didn't just go through that divorce. They don't know what, what it is. They know logically what you're feeling, but they're not feeling it emotionally. And even if they sit in a little bit of empathy for you, they're not going to sit in it 24 hours a day living the life that you live. And if someone sits in empathy too long for you, they're not going to actually be able to help you. And this is usually when you'll have those thoughts like, I love her, but you know, she's not always giving me the best advice. And that's because she is in it with you emotionally or he's in it with you emotionally. And so they're not seeing that bigger picture. Whereas an outsider, a therapist or, or someone, maybe that is your friend, um, is detached a little bit so they can see that overall uh, picture and you can't right now you're forgetting or you're not really in tuned or Focusing on what you do want to have happen. You're just wrapped up in the emotional the emotion that you're experiencing right now so learning how to Grieve learning how to accept that. I feel sad today learning to accept that I'm sharing custody now with my kids and that I didn't sign up for that. That's not what I signed up for and having to mourn that and learning how to grieve and feel sadness and anger and frustration, but not letting those things stay with you and understanding how to move through things. That's mental health. That, that's, that's what you're supposed to be understanding. Um, that's what you were supposed to be taught growing up basically. And so if this experience is teaching you, it should teach you 
how to be more in align with your healthiest self. And in some areas of life, you have no choice but to learn these lessons because you are alone. And so you have to learn how to cope and deal with your emotions. Some people don't, some people just suppress them, but other people really take the initiative to say, okay, what, how, how can I, I need to get better at this. Like what needs to change? And you'll hear something and that's like the one thing that like just changes the game for you. And that's the thing that you start practicing over and over again. And then you realize, oh my God, this actually works. I'm actually starting to feel better. Oh my God, I'm actually pushing myself a little out of my comfort zone. And then you start setting goals for yourself and you start getting those goals and you just get this momentum and then that's it. You're just a completely different person than you were before in the best way possible. You know, when we go through these tough times, it's really easy to kind of catastrophize our future, right? Worst case scenario is now happening. And you have to remember what you're going through out of the grand scheme of your life is a very small, small period of, your, of time in the grand scheme of your life. But when we're in it, we feel like it's just gonna stay with us forever. And this is where you kind of have to remind yourself of more of what the reality is versus what the emotional fear is that you're actually having. Taking your time and going slow and creating a new routine, a new way of living that is authentic to you, that helps you, that allows you to be healthy every single day, that feeds you so you have actually a beautiful gift right now because you have the ability to stop and say, who am I? What do I want? What makes me tick? What do I need today? Even if you are parenting, there's going to be times where you're going to be alone. And again, you might have moments of grief, of sadness, and you do what you need to do. You feel those feelings you and you wipe away those tears and you learn how to be your own cheerleader. You learn how to say, okay, we've cried. Let's go for a walk. Okay, we've cried, let's go outside and make a cup of tea and just sit and relax. Okay, we've cried, do we need a nap? What do we need today in order to feel good? Do we need more friends? Do we wanna laugh today? Like, what do we want today that's going to help us to feel great? And not every day do you need to go on, you know, a, a tour of France or, you know, a trip to the Caribbean or go hang out with the boys or the girls and have a couple cocktails. It could just be, I'm going to sleep today. I'm going to rest today. I'm going to make a good meal today. So what? this is the time of your life where you get to feed yourself. If you start feeding yourself in this way, you will not feel lonely. The important thing to remember is that rebuilding and grief, it ebbs and flows and, and life ebbs and flows. Even when you have those years where you're like, my God, I'm past this and, and it feels amazing and I'm on the other side, it doesn't mean you're not gonna go through another hard time again. That's not what this is about. This is about learning how to be the healthiest you can be. This is about learning how to rise above what you've been through. This is about learning skills and, and going so far away from what you thought you were ever capable of because you're in a situation and you have to learn how to survive and you have to learn how to do it, hopefully, in a healthy way. And if you do learn how to do it in a healthy way, those skills stay with you forever. And you realize just how important and fundamental they are towards you having a great life, regardless of what happens to you.